Welcome to the Parsha Perspective. Each week, we will delve deep in a weekly Torah portion to find a practical and insightful way to enhance your daily life. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Rabbi Shalom Yemini, and each week we'll look into the weekly Torah portion to find practical and insightful ways to enhance your daily life. This week's Parsha Perspective is sponsored by Eliyahu Urban Chana in honor of Yuchvat, the Lubavitch Rebbe, and the work of Chabad Lubavitch worldwide. This week's Parsha Perspective is in honor of the Rafush Shlema, the complete and speedy recovery of Rav Amita Ben Shoshana and Shul Ben Brita. This week's Parsha Perspective is in loving memory of Edward Ben Ephraim, Shlomo Ben Edward, and Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia. May their souls be uplifted and may their memories be a blessing. This week's Torah portion is Parsha's Peshalach, the path you own. Our Parsha begins with Pari regretting his decision to free the Jewish people. He decides to chase after them and finish his Jewish problem. And as the Jewish nation is approaching the Yamsuf, the Sea of Reeds, they notice the Egyptian army swiftly approaching from behind them and effectively trapping them against the Yamsuf, against the water. They began to panic and cry out to Moshe, Why have you taken us out of Egypt? And Moshe responded so powerfully, don't be afraid and stand firm and see the salvation that God will do for you today. God will fight for you and you just remain silent. Hashem told Moshe to stretch out his stick over the water and split it for the Jewish nation. And Moshe did as Hashem instructed. And a strong wind came from the east and split the water, creating a dry path for the Jewish nation to pass through. As they finished crossing the Yamsuf, the Sea of Reeds, the waters came crashing down on Pari and his armies who were following very close behind them. And then Moshe Rabbeinu and his sister Miriam Hanaviah, Miriam the prophetess, led the Jewish people in song and dance as the water spat out the dead Egyptians. They thank and praise God for the incredible and awesome miracle that just occurred. As they continued traveling through the desert, some Jewish people turned to Moshe and complained about the food situation. They said, if only we had died in Egypt when we were filled with bread rather than dying of starvation in the desert. And Hashem responded by raining mun, heavenly bread, upon the Jewish camp each day to satisfy their hunger. However, a question comes to mind. What prompted the Jewish people to complain about food more than a month after leaving Egypt? What were they eating until now and why did their circumstances change? Rashi, Rav Shlomo Yitzchaki, the leading commentary on the Torah, answers this question with a simple calculation. He estimates that the Jewish people baked enough matzah in Mitzrayim to last them 61 meals. And the Torah specifically recounts when they began to complain. On the 15th day of the second month after they departed Egypt, the Jewish community began to complain to Moshe and Aaron. Since they ate twice a day, whatever provisions they brought from Egypt were now finished. However, the Orachim HaKadosh, Rav Chaim Ibn Attar, a Moroccan commentary and Kabbalist, gives a deeper and more profound explanation. He writes that the Jewish people realized they were not going on the most direct route to the land of Israel. Instead, it seemed to them they were just wandering in the desert. They already crossed the Yamsuf, the Sea of Reeds, and were now ready to travel to the land of Israel. So they turned to Moshe and Aaron and said that if they were on the most direct route, they would be near cities where they could replenish their food as needed. But instead, it appeared to them that they were traveling for no point, and therefore it forced them to use all their food reserves. 
the Yorach HaMakadosh explains that the Jewish people did not understand why they weren't already in the land of Israel. They thought it was Moshe and Aaron's choice to lead them on the long journey they were on. However, the Jewish people did not realize that it was Hashem truly guiding their way. And He put them on the long road necessary to purge and remove their slave mentality. Because they can only be enslaved to one master, whether it be Pare, the king of Egypt, or Hashem, God, Melech, Malchi, Hamlachim, the king of kings. And this reinforced God's motive for the long journey when they requested food. For they were swift to mention that they had food and were satiated when they were in Mitzrayim, when they were in Egypt. And this story, along with the spies' shocking account of Israel, showed God that they have not detached themselves from Mitzrayim, from Egypt, just yet. And this unfortunate reality compelled Hashem, compelled God to place them on a 40-year journey and not allow any who left Egypt to enter the Promised Land. Because they cannot fathom and appreciate that their road was the path they truly needed. A period of separation and detachment from the constraints of Egypt to embrace the depth, wisdom, and holiness of God. In our daily life, what we see when we look at others is only what they wish to show us. And therefore, being envious of their apparent amazing and successful life is incorrect because we don't know what they are really going through. But worst of all, it tries to compel us to define ourselves by their successes, putting us on a path that is not our own. And this definitely guarantees that we do not accomplish and achieve what God has particularly in store for us. However, aspiring to grow like someone else has can give us the motivation and necessary drive to begin our unique journey, to focus and concentrate on finding our singular and distinct purpose in this vast universe. There's a powerful quote that I once read. Every journey conceals another journey within its lines. The path not taken and the forgotten angle. Have a great weekend and good Shabbos. Thank you for tuning in to The Parsha Perspective. Check out our website, theparshaperspective.com. Send thoughts and comments to theparshaperspective at gmail.com. Till next time, thanks for listening.